Top of the top, everybody. It's your boy QT, and this is QT the Mariner Show. If you tap it in for the first time, I go by QT. And if you're a repeat customer, welcome back. The Mariner Show is about everyday life, politics, music, health, wealth, any and everything, but from my perspective. So I hope you enjoy. As always, all feedback is appreciated. And if anybody out there willing to collaborate, definitely reach out. Without further ado, season two. Let's get it. Hey, top of the top, everybody, it's your boy QT. Hey, I'm super late addressing this issue, but I wanted to, um, you know, throw my two cents out there. And that's on the Roe versus Wade case. So not necessarily the entirety of the case, but more so what the case represent. Who has the right to grant an abortion? Does that right belong to the woman? Does that right belong to the state? Does that right belong to the federal government? Who owns this right? Initially, this case uh, developed with a woman by the name of Norma McCovery, uh, a mother of three from Texas. She wanted to get an abortion. In fact, I believe it was recommended by her medical staff, but the district attorney denied her the right to get an abortion based on the fact that it wasn't to prevent loss of life. Previously, the law in Texas was if it was a medical condition or a medical issue that would have resulted in, um, you know, the woman dying during labor, then she could be granted an abortion. But if not, you know, it was kind of like, you just got to have, you just got to have the baby. So she ended up taking her case all the way to the federal level, uh, which is the highest level of the Supreme court. And she won her case seven to two. Right. And that is the famous Roe versus Wade case. Now my opinions on abortions are a little bit mixed, but I do believe that that right, lies at with the woman. I believe that she has contr- she should have control of her body and make that decision. In fact, if she doesn't want to or doesn't think that she'll be a proper fit to house a baby for nine months, who am I to say otherwise? You know what I mean? If she don't think she can handle a baby for nine months, I appreciate her honesty at the beginning than her waiting 10 months later and then letting this child go wild or you know, be in a shitty position for the next 18 years. So I feel like, like I said, I think that that right belongs to the woman. In that same sentence, though, I do believe that all child, all children, all childbirth, uh, that's a gift from God. Still, still, you know what I mean? I don't want to go too left yet uh, or too right yet. But both parties involved should be mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially ready to raise a child. And if the woman feels like that's not her and that's not her her mate, she should have that, that choice. Now, I think what puzzles me and what puzzles a lot of people is who are we advocating for and who are we advocating against? Initially, when I hear this case, I think of people who are being irresponsible, they get pregnant, and then they're trying to use taxpayers' dollars to go and have an abortion. Right. And I think a lot of people kind of run with that as well. Now. My thing is this, if you're out being irresponsible, right, you 
at a one night stand, you out there being reckless. Do they not sell plan B where you from? You know what I mean? Like is plan B not an option or why not use the plan B option? More importantly, if you out just messing with a bunch of random people, unprotected on both sides of the house, you, you really playing Russian roulette because it's so many STDs and STIs out there. I could do a whole episode on all of that. Like, why why put yourself at that risk? You know what I'm saying? I would say tighten up, but especially as a woman to let someone enter you unprotected. You know what I'm saying? And then they nutting you. Why not just go ahead and get a plan B the next day? Now, I'm sure not everyone in uh, the abortion and the planhood, planhood, uh, parent planhood clinics are reckless. Let me just say that. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's some outliers and all that kind of stuff. I don't know who the majority of the group is that's getting abortions. You know what I mean? They don't. I don't think they asked that question uh, on the application, but... For those that are being reckless, why not use a plan B? Why not use condoms? Why not, you know, practice safe sex? Now, I've heard the people make the argument, what about people who are raped? I'll start off by saying that that should never happen. And what I mean by that is no one should be forced to do something against their will. Now. From my experience and from my training that I've had when I was in the military, um, when you're in a supervisor level, there's a lot of different training that you have to obtain, right? If something happens and you're on watch and somebody discloses some information to you, how do you get this person the best help? So in the case that someone is, you know, comes to me and, you know, say like, hey, you know, I, I was raped. There's a certain level of care I have to partake in. And, and and make sure that they're getting a specific level of care as well. And from my understanding, there is usually a rape kit that is done at the hospital, right? And this is in case that person wants to go and press criminal charges on their, their attacker. And then also there's a cocktail that they're provided. And this cocktail is basically to prevent them from uh, contracting any kind of sexual transmitted diseases during that process if if the person was not, you know, wearing a condom or or whatever the case may be. So if they don't give a plan B during that time frame, I think they should, right? I don't think anyone should be in a position where they're like, oh yeah, and I need a plan B outside of this cocktail. I feel like that should be a medical response, right? No one should be in that position. Unfortunately, you know, it, it still happens. You know what I'm saying? On college campuses all around the world, you know, everywhere, unfortunately, but a response to that, you know, why not add a plan B into that, into that kit? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not sure if they asked that question or I'm, I'm not sure, but if, why not add that to the kit with the cocktail? I know for a fact they do the cocktail, but why not add that to it if they're not, our, if they're not doing that already? Um, in most states, Texas being one of the most strict conservative states, they allow people to have an abortion if if it's something that would cause loss of life. So the medical 
possibility or the medical condition being on the table, I think we got to remove that, right? Because most states, Texas being one of the most conservative ones, they take that in consideration. So I'm not sure what every state is going off of, you know what I mean? But if people are concerned about the medical safety of someone, some of the conservative states seem like they're already acknowledging that and taking that in consideration. You know, let's just make it mandatory across the globe. That's all I'm saying. Now, I think a lot of the people who are on the far right, super conservative, uh, and they bring up taxpayer dollars all the time. I think those individuals should argue the fact that like a, like someone getting a DUI. If I get a DUI, I have to go to the Mothers Against Drunk Driving. I have to pay fines. I have to do all of these things. And if I show a uh, a habit that this is something I'm doing on a consistent basis, I lose rights, right? I can't drive. I can't do this. I can't do that. Now, I'm not saying that a woman who has multiple abortions shouldn't be able to drive or, you know, she should pay fines. But I think that she should be responsible for taking care of her own abortions. Right. Financially. Um, In addition to that, she should be required to go through certain types of training. Right. Explaining the process of abortion. Maybe that's the first class Uh, explaining you know, STIs and STDs, explaining, you know, safe sex, explaining all of these different options that can prevent someone from being pregnant and then being in a position where they have to have an abortion. And this is specifically for individuals who are being reckless. All right. Now, some people may be like, damn, you already picked your side. I promise I'm not picking a side. I, I, I do realize the fact that everyone should have control of their own body, and I respect that. I do believe that sometimes people take that ideology a little bit too far, right? And then other people end up being responsible for, you know, your actions. You know what I mean? For instance, me, if if I decide, hey, I'm going to go get drunk and, and take actions into my own hand and jump behind the wheel. Right. I I should be I should be held accountable for 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 that. For instance, the lady in Windsor Hills right over there in, in off of off of Slauson ran into, you know, those people and, and killed all those people. I don't she I don't think she was, you know, drinking and driving. I, I didn't read too much of the story, but she definitely decided to run the red light. You know what I mean? And, and crashed into a bunch of people and she should be held accountable for that. And so no differently than someone who decides to have multiple abortions from being reckless, they should be held accountable to that. Uh, not in the same not in the same capacity, but I think everybody can use their brain and kind of see what direction I'm going in. Now, this is the biggest concern that I have when it comes to abortion. I'm going to read a couple of statistics to you guys. Planned Parenthood makes $1.5 million a day, a little over $500 million a year from taxpayers' dollars for carrying out over 887 abortions on a daily basis. Black women make up 13% of the female population and, 30%, and 36% of all abortions. Abortion patients, I'm sorry. 
In addition to that, 52% of all black women pregnancies end in abortions. Now, a lot of people don't, you know, like Dr. Umar, feel like he a, he a crook and a bunch of other things. I'm not here to advocate for him, but in his words, you don't find that suspicious? That I think that's my biggest problem when it comes to abortion. It's geared towards different communities. You know what I mean? As an option. Whereas you go to the suburbs and you see fertility clinics, right? But when you come to the inner city, where predominantly black and brown people reside, you see Planned Parenthood. And one of the first things that they preach is, I don't want to say the first thing that they preach, but one of the options, the first options that they put on the table is abortion. So I'll, I'll end with this. We got to educate our successors. All right. Best of luck to all you kings and queens out there. It's your boy QT. I'm out. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. If you like the show, follow me on IG at QT underscore The Mariner. The Mariner is one word just as a sound. And please forward the content. Now, if you didn't like the show, it's all love. Let me know what I can do better next time. All right. Either way, I appreciate your time. It's your boy QT. I'm out.